now I just see a foot coming into. What is going on out there? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> We are recording, sir. Mm. Okay, that's, that's going on the podcast. That's funny. Yeah, and in, in 15 years, no, 10 years, I'm going to play this to your friends. You don't care right now, but you will. <laughs> Finding Our Tribe, a podcast about teaching and supporting each other in our common profession, with Fabian Hoffman and Scott Kazarian. Hey everybody, welcome to episode, I think we're at 22? Great, Three, let's, 23. let's try that again, let's try that again. What, what are we on? Let me double check, but it's 23. Yeah, you see, you don't even know. I do know. No, said, I do know. Check. It's twenty-three. All right, that's what I said. That's what. No, I think I think we already started. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, welcome to our podcast. This is Finding Our Tribe. We're excited to be here. I am Scott Kazarian, and he is Fabian so Hoffman. Professional. Uh, this is so amazing. professional. Well, so we were just talking about how Mr. Hoffman and Fabian, you're like in this perfect setup today. And yeah, my I'm wife decided closet. to go weed whack. So we're going to have some yeah. background noise and it's all going to be my fault. Yeah. No, it's yeah. perfect. Because I, <laughs> I told my wife, I'm like, I want to try to record in the closet because I yeah. want to see like what it sounds like yeah. and stuff. And she's like, what? Why? You're, who do you think you are? This American life? And <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, no, I just want to play around. Yeah. So, you she know, I just kind of wish I was the guy who uh, raps those Dr. Seuss songs. That guy is no, awesome. You're that guy. N- but you're not. Well, I bought, but it'd be <laughs> awesome because that guy is really good. And it's I don't super know why fun. you're, what, why, where did that come from? I don't know. You now? said, who do you think you are or something, something. And this I was American like, well, life. You, oh, come on. You've never listened to this American <laughs> life. Come on, man. Nope. Oh, uh, okay. God. So I was thinking, let's and start you out with your. educated. No, I, I never called myself educated. <laughs> <laughs> that was an assumption you made, and we know what happens when you make assumptions. Um, yeah, that's true. Let's see. Uh, let's start out with that joy thing because I th- feel like let's just get it out of the way oh, so the, that we can move on. Yeah, oh, what, wait, what wait, brings for, you joy today? Oh. Can't you just add it later? I am. Oh, I, that's. <laughs> this is how the magic of oh, editing. Ma- okay, great. Yeah, well, I hope okay, everybody enjoyed great. that. I did. You totally Not. ruined it. Okay, Anyways, so what brings what, you joy? What brings what brings me joy? Um, yeah. Good question. I don't know. Such a no, I'm segment. kidding. <laughs> it's not. It's the best. <laughs> um, what brings me joy at the moment is um, I so a few year, couple of years ago, I acquired um, a Lightning McQueen, the Ultimate Lightning McQueen. Um, okay, which this is, is a, a long sp- backstory. Great. Yeah. No. 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 Great. It's a it's a Sphero um, product that they released when Cars Three came out. Okay. So it's essentially a robotic Lightning McQueen that okay. looks and moves exactly like the the character on uh, the in the movies. Kachow. And oh, yeah, that's kind of exactly. where I get and my he, sound from. Yeah. There, no, Kachow. Kachow. That's pretty close. Yeah, almost yeah. the same. Yeah. Um, anyways, and and. Um, I I've played around with him for like you know every once in a while and but it it was more like I got it thinking like my son is gonna want to play with it eventually. How old was he? Was he even born yet? No. Um, <laughs> was this pre-birth? <laughs> That's totally what I do. I always go buy toys and I'm like, no, <laughs> the kids will play with kids. it eventually once I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was about that was a couple of years ago, like right after we moved here, um, and but now he's finally into it, 
And it's fun because we take him out down to the playground. Uh, there's a playground around where we live right here. And there's like a soft top where we can drive him around where it doesn't get too scratched. Kay. And he's figuring it out. And it's so much fun to watch him and to, and or just like do like a contest who can drive lightning around in a circle the fastest. Is this and like a $100 or like more than $100? Oh, dude. This this thing, more? when it came out, oh my god, it was $300 oh, when it came out. Goodness. I know. So that's it why was... you don't want to get it scratched because it's like your baby? Yeah, and I, I would it. never have paid that much money. Mm-hmm, um, sure. And so, that ca- and it came out in, when did Cars 3 come out? Like 2017? Like three yeah. years ago? Sure. And then um, I just happened to go on, on Amazon at one point and just like, you know, I was like, oh, just look around. And I saw it for like a hundred bucks and I was like, oh, perfect. And I got it. It's still expensive. It's an yeah. expensive toy, obviously. My wife did lean in this morning and said, so are we going to stop buying little purchases on Amazon? Because those are starting to add up. And I was like, <laughs> what? They're little. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. No, it was. I had like... A, I had like money in Germany from my credit card that oh, I paid German too much money. towards. Okay. How what's the exchange? Rate? And it was a it was a huge surprise. I was like, oh, I paid too much money onto that credit card because it's finally paid off, and it was yeah. like a hundred dollars over. And I was like, oh, I can spend that on yeah. something for myself. Great. And so I did that, and I, not not for myself, obviously, for my son. Yeah. In the future and that you didn't have yet. Yes. No, I did not for Colin. Colin is nine months. I didn't oh, even yeah. know that was gonna happen. Oh, that's true. Anyways, so. Um, <laughs> But it's a, it's really cool. It's so much fun, and he's having Surprise. a blast driving him around. <laughs> and that's what's bringing me joy, like spending the wow. time with my oh, man, older this son. This conversation's bringing me joy right now. Yeah. Well, you I went a different direction. I'm glad that Lightning McQueen uh, is bringing you joy. But gotcha. really, the interaction with your son. But I uh, have an ongoing list uh, that of things that I hate. Um, oh, and I, I feel like... Well, you know, you know like... Well, let me just organic tofu like there's just things that i hate the patriots because golly come on patriots tortillas that you have most of mine are food by the way tortillas you have to cook oh my gosh like why not just like already cooked ones but the organic ones where you you have to put them in the pan and cook. Ah, it takes so much time and effort organic peanut butter it most of my things are organic let's be honest but like mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. liquidy and gross oh man like or how about this one? Baby moons? Like when you're about to have a baby and you go on one last vacation. What is that? That's ridiculous. Uh, those sandals okay. with like the loop around the big toe. Oh, man. Those those things look so weird Dude, and what, bug me. What number tremendously. is this now? Is this number 57 <laughs> on your list? Dude, you just don't stop. Uh, well, I have this thing on my phone, this little you know note-taking, and anytime something's just ridiculous or it might be used for a bit one day, like right now, yeah. Uh, I just put it in there, but so oh. your 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 list of grievances brings you joy. Is you know, it actually saying? brought yeah. This list actually does bring me a lot of joy, and I hope it brought everybody <laughs> who's listening to it a little bit of joy too. Listening to ridiculousness, but organic tofu actually got added this week because my wife bought like pot stickers from Costco, which she never does. Oh, we got those too. But they're Aww, organic and they're buddies. vegetable and. But my wife knows me and knows that the circle of trust runs really deep inside of me. So if she mm-hmm. feeds me something that has a violation of my food, you know, dynamics in there that like yeah. she breaks my trust. So she had to so warn wait, me. Wait, you want you want organic tofu or you don't? Want I organic don't know things I hate. So organic. I know, but why? What? What? What's? What's the grievance? Well, with tofu, tofu alone. Come on, and then organic tofu. Ah, oh, come on, nah. Anyway, so she <laughs> warned me, and I went. There's such a thing as organic tofu. You got to be kidding me. 
<laughs> it was, uh, I, I don't even, so anyway, I started, I restarted my list and thought, oh, I'll bring that up as my joy things. So yeah. I actually knew cool. what I was doing. Okay, so now that All we've right. done, Here we done go. that, brought everybody joy that we're listening to, uh, we were thinking about talking about gamification and kind of just starting from scratch. Because for me, as a brand new teacher, I just got thrown into like the best class I've ever had with anybody because there's only one class I've ever had with somebody. Thank uh, you. Mr. Hovind. I'll, yeah, I'll take welcome. it. Yeah, I'll that, take there's it. a compliment in there somewhere. Just yeah. had mm-hmm. to dig for it. Uh, but then he was like, you know, I kind of do this gamified classroom thing. And I just kind of rolled my eyes and went, okay, buddy, whatever you say. And yeah. uh, before we knew we were going to be best friends for life. But um, um, so so this week I spent some time really trying to break down, like, what is gamification? Yeah. And, and, and here's, here's kind of the workshoppy kind of definition I've come up with. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't have to do with teaching necessarily. It's just in general. It's taking something that maybe typically doesn't have the elements of play or gaming in it and mm-hmm. adding it in like that gaming or element of play for some yeah. certain purpose, uh, whether it's to learn material or to, to increase engagement or yeah. whatever it may be. That's kind of a working definition. And mm-hmm. I thought of a really good example, and then we can talk about it. Maybe, maybe you can give me a working okay. definition too. But my six-year-old doesn't want to put on his pajamas at night. So my wife says do you think you can get your pajamas on before I can finish washing the rest of the dishes? And then he jumps up, races to his room, runs back, almost fully dressed, totally trying to get like his last leg in, falls on the ground, gets back up, (laughs) runs into the kitchen, goes, I'm done, I'm done. Did I make it? And he is so pumped that he forgets that it was pajamas. And my wife has just figured out a way to gamify something that's typically not engaging, for Mm -hmm. him at least. And yeah. infuses this element I think of it's gaming amazing and on motivation. <laughs> it's totally the classic movie where he's literally like trying to get that last leg in, but maybe he just took a shower so it's wet and it's kind of stuck. And he totally will hop on one leg for like 10 feet and then just fall flat on his face, still nice. holding on to the leg, trying to get this, the... Uh, the yeah, uh, I can, I can totally picture that. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Your wife has cracked it. That's All right. Well, my wife did it, and I, <laughs> I I noticed it, so I should get credit for yeah. noticing it, right? So, how would you describe maybe just gamification? Yeah, in so general, outside the classroom, maybe just what is it? So, gamification is something you can find everywhere. Like the the little things, like star based ratings, is is gamification. So, if you go to Amazon, obviously, you know that there. If you like go to iTunes ratings. and rate us as yeah, a exactly. podcast, okay, you, got it. Yep. You give us five stars. That's part of gamification <laughs> because. Um, it lets people know how good something is, right? And it's kind of like a game. Um, and it, it's like, it's, it's, that's where it stems from. It's like this idea that um, you, or you, you go to Starbucks and you get your rewards. It gets you coming back um, because you have a certain uh, awards points or you, you want to get like to the next level and you Ooh. get like a nice treat or whatever. That was right? my that's, second example. I'll tell you about that yeah. in a second. Um, so Starbucks does it. And there's a lot of companies like Fortune 500 companies that include that too, that have like perks that you can achieve by doing certain things in uh, at work basically. But how um, would you define it? Do you have like a working definition that you tell people to, like when you're trying to sell it to a teacher or a principal or something? Um. No, 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't differ much from what you were saying. Oh, okay. It's, um, yeah, it's it's ba it's um, it's borrowing game elements to make uh, from yeah borrowing game elements and mechanics and bring those into the classroom for for me and bring it into my classroom to make my classes more engaging um, and using it as an umbrella essentially as a, like a or yeah as an umbrella for what Rain I'm days. teaching yeah yeah. So it's so the the teaching that's going on in my classroom is still English, but now I have this this outer layer that is supposed to engage the students because I turned it into a game, um, so that the students want to do their work more because they have like um, certain perks that they get or like the perks for me in my class would be item cards or points for example. Yeah, I wrote something um, here that like maybe compels participation i think was the yes. word i was feeling like something that makes me want to like and granted we already talked about this on a previous podcast <laughs> that when we asked for feedback on what students would like at the end of the year as their like mm -hmm. reward they all just said money which money, we yeah. just said no <laughs> <laughs> but here here's i wrote down a lot of notes about starbucks because i've worked at starbucks maybe three times in my life yeah. for different reasons in between jobs my wife needed uh, to go on maternity leave and uh, we needed health insurance, just different reasons. But I've loved Starbucks, been a big Starbucks fan. And yeah. all they do is sell coffee. But they really have gamified the whole thing because yeah, yeah, back in the day, are. there was no phone app, right? Yeah. And so uh, all you needed was the gift card, any gift card. And it said mm -hmm. on there, there's a little sticker on it that says, like, register this card to get perps. So perks. So all you needed to do was register the card and you got a reward of the yeah. perks, right? So then they started yeah. out there, but then in like June of 2012, which well, I know this because it, research there. It, no, no, it's printed. So I, in June of 2012, in the mail, I got a golden gift card. Did you ever get oh, one yes. of those? I did. I did get one too. It yeah. had my name and it said member since June 2012. Mm -hmm. And I think my yeah. wife has it in her purse to use when she doesn't have my the phone app or whatever. But it's, I mean, you literally become a gold card member of yep. Starbucks. And this is before apps and engagement. And then that gave you different things. I know I gave you like free refills and different things like above and beyond yeah, normal yeah. registering. Then let's see what else. Then you could earn stars before the app. But I, mm -hmm. the best, and I, I don't know if you're like this too, so maybe you'll agree with me. Maybe you won't. I don't really care. But uh, <laughs> when you started earning stars on the phone app, they like filled a cup. Do you yes, remember this? Uh, remember and then you that, could like just yeah. twist. I don't know if it still happens that way, but you can no, twist you the phone and they bounce around. And it's yeah, just, I enjoyed that. That was yeah. Uh, I wish you could like pop them or move them, but you could never. You just like the yeah. gravity of whichever way the phone. And then uh, let's see what else I write in here. Um, oh yeah, and then if you haven't been in a while, here's what I think. And this is what I maybe wanted to talk about a little bit too at some point in our long, long talks about things is if you haven't been on the phone app or engaged in a while, they can push notification to you and be like, hey, remember us? Remember how much fun yeah. we are? Come play with us again. Yeah. Which really just means come buy coffee. Exactly. Just yeah. give us, throw money at us. Essentially, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. And yeah, and that's totally gamification. That's like getting your, your customers motivated to come back and motivated to buy from you because there are achievements that you're basically, you unlocked so-and-so or whatever, you know, and that's something that is totally gamification. But there's a difference between gamification and games-based learning. Yes. So what, what a lot of teachers do is games-based learning. So that means you take... Um, Which like is probably Jeopardy. me, I think, as we've already talked about. It's probably something yeah. I've done. 
So it's, it's um, yeah, taking something like Jeopardy or even Kahoot or GimKit or whatever and just use, throwing that in every once in a while, that, that would be games-based. So you have a, a game in, cl in the class that you're playing with your students to um, increase engagement, but it's not something that, that spans like the whole uh, year. So there's no XP or experience points. There is no like mm. um, item cards. There are no badges necessarily. There are so no you could have like a gamified quarter or a gamified semester or a gamified yes. year, but there has to be this like extended almost like yes, game within just, a game or something. So gamification just goes into way more depth. And, and it's just it's it's way way deeper because hence um, the depth you, yes yeah that's <laughs> it's I'm a I'm an English English learner um, so because the the game is is part of the process of learning okay so it's not just a a game that you throw in and it's it makes class fun but the game itself is part of the learning because because you are turning in assignments, you are leveling up, for example, right? Mm, and there's yes. a leaderboard and there's competition happening and there's um, certain quests that you go on. So um, my my big summative assessments, they always start out as these quests that my students go on. And uh, when they are done, then they, they finish that quest and they might get like a certain uh, XP for finishing uh, that summative assessment, for example. Or... Yes. Um, during that quest, they might have a battle, a boss battle, and that would be a quiz, for example. Um, and for for turning that in or for having like a certain um, a score on that quiz, they can earn like item cards, for example. Mm, yeah, so it's like it's just there's just so much more that is part of um, the learning experience than with just game games based, which doesn't mean that games based is not as good. I, I used to do that a lot when, when I started out teaching. I already was gamifying my classroom, just not as deeply as I did this year. But it was more games-based um, because I would do like Jeopardy or I would do Kahoot and, and stuff like that. and Or, yes, small games. like. But then um, when it was over, it was over and it and didn't it tie over, into yeah, every didn't... part of the assignment you exactly. were doing for the whole time span. So you need a time span, sounds like. Like yeah. a certain so length of time you're running it, and it's not like one day do Jeopardy, and then exactly. one day do the board game Sorry or something. It's yeah. it's this long. If you did Sorry or Jeopardy as the entire course of learning, and somehow tied it all in, that would be gamified. Um, I don't know how it'd, just, you can it'd be boring, Jeopardy. but right, you, yeah. you had that like theme song playing <laughs> for, every for day when they came in the class, right? Um, no, not necessarily. Engagement wouldn't necessarily go up, but it would still be gamified, just poorly done. No, because you you need to have these um, these other parts that go with it, the point system, leaderboard. So if you if you do that, so let's say you do um, every day is, is Jeopardy time, like super boring. Every day is right. the same kind of Jeopardy, right. but you have leaders, uh, yeah. leaderboards, and point systems that yeah, you. Yeah, each group um, had a certain number of points yes. they were earning. Then that would be gamified. Yes, that, then right. that would be more gamified. Right. It's Again, not fun. We wouldn't hide. We wouldn't. We don't recommend it, but it no, could be but fun. that would that would be more <laughs> gamified. Yeah. Uh, I uh, every day you guys you you know this because you taught me there was an alarm that went off to kind of warn them that there were three minutes left in class. Yeah. yeah. And mine was the fi it's a final countdown. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, so I. I played that on one of my videos over distance learning. And I think I got the most comments from that one. Like, oh man, I don't, I love slash hate that song now because yeah. 
is I always, you know, it always went off and slowly got louder and louder. Well, that's interesting. So let's talk about my class then. Yeah. So for your class, you were very gamified and I walked in and I was like, okay, what is this guy doing? But he's definitely trying to engage at a high level. What can I do that kind of models off or there goes off of that a little bit, like splits off of that and engages my special education resource classrooms that I have. So I started with, what did I start with? I don't even remember the first semester or the oh, first quarter. Know. Oh, you I did had... superhero. So I yes, put like this right. giant city, the length of the, of the wall uh, above my um, dry erase board. And then they made their own characters and then they had these characters and their characters had to then over the course of the whole quarter create, you know, verbs and nouns and adjectives. And then it became their five paragraph writing at the end of the semester. Now, I don't know if that's gamified because they're not earning points. Uh, Those game elements aren't there. Didn't you have like a progress bar or like didn't they have progress by moving through? Uh, For that one, they didn't. But let's talk about. So second quarter, I did Mario Brothers. No. Second quarter, I did uh, Minecraft, Minecraft yeah. and I made these little, if you go to Cubicraft, C-U-B-E-E craft.com, I think, uh, there's like these little almost Minecraft looking characters that are blank mm-hmm. and you, they can create their own. I had each student create their own, draw it and color it, and then I laminated it. And then on the wall, I made for my four classes, like a way they could mine their way out of a Minecraft. Yeah. And I just used brown, green and blue paper and made it look Minecrafty with blocks and, and it made it really fun. But really, the only thing they were doing was for every week that went by, they'd move up one. So there were 10 levels. Yeah. And on the 10th level, they'd made it through their 10th week. But there weren't rewards or points. Where do we feel that lands? Um, so it, you definitely have like mechanics from, from games, right? So that, that, to me, since it spans like the whole unit, is gamification, even though you didn't have like points necessarily. Okay. But you did have progress bars, essentially. That's like a a thing because they were moving through that's their world, true right that's true anything and you i mean when you go sign up for insurance there's a progress bar because they just want to keep you motivated yeah. so yeah. i guess i did some sort of gamify in no, like an did. insurance level sort of way <laughs> <laughs> i did that for my third quarter too with super mario brothers and yeah. the reason i changed every quarter is one because i had no idea i was doing it i was making it up as i went along yeah but and it two, always because... looked really cool like the, it was super elaborate the stuff that you put up on your walls thank you and how do i make like minecraft last longer than one quarter i didn't even know so i just killed it after a quarter and went what should i do now what you could do and once you have your new job you could have um your classroom just be like the the overarching theme could be video games Ah, and and you would have like each quarter a different video game um you would have to think about like maybe it's like entering a world kind of like did you ever read um ready player one I watched Wreck-It Ralph. Watched Does it. that count? Kind of. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I did watch Ready Player. I did watch Ready Player One, but yeah, you set me up for like, that. I had to. Say. Yeah, because um, it's kind of like you're you're jumping into a different game. Yeah. And so if you can have them uh, create like avatars at the yeah. beginning of the year that just oh. will be represented with different characters that kind of look a little bit different. Um, because they have to redesign them for and they'll go like, into different video game worlds. Oh, yeah, that exactly. could be something. So that, but what about the could, idea that they're not earning points or they're not like collecting items? Because I know for a lot of you on Twitter, I've seen it, and obviously I've lived it with Fabian. 
there's these cards you guys make yeah. them you spend days on them then you laminate them then you hug yeah. them then you show them to all of your best friends and then you maybe <laughs> or maybe them not share the them with students or not yeah, yeah no right. they're just so, for me well, um <laughs> so what i don't have any of those elements is that still so so am one, i just a one novice thing, maybe level one thing that i would say is you definitely should create a leaderboard um, where you keep track of the points that the students are doing. Whether you use item cards or not, it's really up to you. I think it's it makes it more of a game. But the first time I heard about that, and so I was using Classcraft for the longest time, for like three or four years. Classcraft. And Classcraft is, um, and maybe that's something you want to do, Classcraft is a student management system, kind of like Class Dojo, okay. um, where uh, students create their avatar and then they can earn experience points by doing work, by turning in work on, on Google Classroom. Uh, yes, it's Class connected. Dojo does that with points and things yeah. too. And so it's the difference is that this is more a fantasy world and there's way more things you can do that is more geared towards like actual gamification. Got it. Maybe more middle them. school engaging than yeah. class dojo. Because you can you can send them on quests. They can do side quests, stuff like that. And you can create like your your whole curriculum can be a quest that they're on, so that all your materials are posted on Classcraft and you tell a story with it. Um, so that's craft. a that's a really because really kids cool. love games. That's literally yeah. the the tagline. Well, okay. And, and that could be like your first step. At least that's what it was for me. And then I was doing that for a while and it kind of like I didn't I started to not like it as much anymore because I was kind of students were not as engaging. I kind of because they were engaged and I was because they were not as engaged, I wasn't as engaged. So it kind of like tapered out a little bit. Yeah. And but it was reading up on it and I fo started following Michael Matera online and it was like oh, that's crazy. I don't want to do like the whole item card thing. That's just ridiculous. Like, right. I don't want to go this deep. And then I started <laughs> looking into it and I started reading his book and I was like, oh, this is literally the best thing in the world. Like, I could not imagine teaching any different now. Like, you Got know, it. it's like, yeah. it's just this slow progression for me where it went from, yeah, kind of, and I love, love using games to using Classcraft and using that and then into like, okay, let's just go all in and create your own world. Um, and now, let me ask you this. Oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. I cut you off all the time. Uh, did you see how I apologize that time, though? Oh, I actually wanted to hear your oh. thought. I know. Well, I'm, yeah. you know, growth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, so is the goal then for you as a teacher in a gamified classroom to then tweak this enough that you get it to a point, let's just say in three to five years, because you're fairly new and starting off and jumping into all this too within the last couple of years. Yeah. Is your goal then to like in three to five years have it pretty edited down to this point where then you come in with pre-designed, pre-done things? Or is it going to change from year to year because it changes depending on what kind of students you have? It, or is it this has something to that change. It does. It, Why? It's Why does it have to change? Because you, change. Can, <laughs> you can create the skeleton yeah. of it and and have that um like present obviously so for me jedi academy will stay jedi academy but um the, the you need to change it and make it work for all of your students and every class you have is different every year is different and so if you just stick with it it's just like with any lesson that you create you cannot um, teach the exact same lesson the exact same way because you learned from it, you reflected on it, you changed some things around, 
And it's the same with gamification. For me, my, my and this is something that I hear from everybody that I'm uh, communicating with, like their game is always in beta. Everything is changing constantly. Because you don't know. Like you had you might have students that are like Hey, Mr. Hoffman, I have this really cool idea for for this item card or whatever, and then you put that in there, and it just completely changes your game because all of a sudden students it are would be playing. a game changer. Exactly, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Uh, don't worry, um, I got it for you. Yeah, no, cool. Yeah. Um, but so that's why it has to change. It, the, it, it there are certain elements that are going to stay the same, and I've I, I mean I started this last year in summer school, and I've used parts of that obviously during this year too. Yeah, but um, there are some things that I noticed didn't work as well. There are some things that worked really well, and so I there there's just elements that will stay the same, and there are other elements that are going to be switched out and continually changing, like forever. Yeah. Interesting. But you, but there will be more and more and more and more parts that are just going to stay similar at least. Yeah. But there's going to be different ideas that come up, and I, and I'm somebody who likes to change things up and try new things and not be scared of like using something that I, they've never used before um, and yep. then completely failing in the process yeah <laughs> and and being but I'm okay with that because I think um, for for me it's it challenges me to find like the right tools and to I'm not afraid to just tell my students hey guys this sucked this didn't work out the way I planned it yes you lose time but at the same time it's like you know, it's, it makes it makes you more human too, and they they realize that you care about how how their class is run and what they're doing, and they notice that you care about making things better for yeah. them. Cool. You know, and so well, I think we should maybe pause this because we're already at a yeah. good time and continue it because yeah. I think this is something that could really benefit our listeners and definitely benefit me. Yeah. Even though I'm contributing to it, it's a very weird, weird, weird world we're living in uh, right now. But thanks, Vivian, for uh, adding yeah. so many good thoughts to that. That was awesome. That was awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. We will uh, see you guys next time. You can catch us on the Twitter at uh, Finding Tribe Pod, which you'll have in the notes, right? Mm-hmm. And then you are at Hoffman Edu. On, Come on, on the Twitter. one F, and two N's, you know one everybody. One F, two N's. Oh, it always sounds <laughs> like you're about to swear at me. Uh, and then I'm at Finding My Aloha, and then Finding Our Tribe Podcast at gmail.com. Exactly. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, catch find you guys us, next time. Find us on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever, yeah. wherever you download your podcasts, you can find us. Um, leave us a rating, subscribe. That's how people can find us. Yes. And that's um, how we are going to finally take over Mr. Meehan at some point. But that's going to be. <laughs> uh, did this yeah. just became Gamified Podcast? I think it did. Now totally. there's we a reward should. at we the should. end. We should uh. have like... <laughs> <laughs> or or Michael Matera's podcast, uh, um, no. which we love like those guys. You, yeah, there's yeah, let them do their thing. <laughs> we like our 19 people. You stay with us, people. Yeah, please don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> did that sound too desperate? Oh, I don't know. It did. All right, guys. All right, everybody. We'll so see you much. next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye, everybody.